<laughs> you want to intro us in? Adam? Yeah. Hey guys, it's Adam of the Dollar Bin, and you're listening to the Dollar Bin podcast, comic book podcast. And with me, it's uh, across from me over here, Sean at the table. Hi. Uh, yeah. Hi. And um, over in Charlotte, through the Skypes, is Terrence. Hey, what's up, you're guys? Not, you're not doing the... I already forgot it. I had this stupid-ass intro I was going to do, but I've already forgot what it was. Hey, guys. This is Sean the Dollar Bin. Um, I'm here with Adam, and it's time for a tea party with... Oh, my God. Kids. It was something I don't was think something I was going totally to say like tea that. party. Yeah, you did. It wasn't tea party, was it? Tea time? Tea time with Terrence, maybe? maybe tea, time. <laughs> chip, tea balls. Chip. I know there was a chip, chip, cheerio in there. Yeah. Was it tea time? I already had my tea, though. So I'm already... Tea time. <laughs> um, anyway. Uh, I was, I was going to say, like, I've recently, like, switched from coffee to tea. And let me tell you, it sucks in comparison. I was forced into the change, but I'm enjoying it. <laughs> <laughs> we need to just isolate that and play it at the beginning of <laughs> <laughs> completely out of context completely out of context yeah so anyway this is our show for the week it's going to be very loosely edited because um sean and i are flying to cape cod for the holiday <laughs> fancy <laughs> and uh so I don't want to stay up really late because apparently we have to leave the house at like six in the morning or something to catch our flight to Charlotte. I I didn't know we were flying out of Charlotte. Sean didn't want to stay at Terrence's house. I just I didn't <laughs> not want to. It's just like I got a lot of crap to do here, and then we'd have to pack up and then drive up there, and then I love you, Terrence. I heard baking cookies. I heard baking cookies was part of it, and I was like, I have a stove. <laughs> I know, but then like all the ingredients were here. <laughs> I, I, th- I think all those ingredients can travel. <laughs> they yeah, are traveling, but I don't. Well, they're currently traveling as cookies. Yeah, yeah, they are. They are cookies. Say, they're not like if if the ingredients don't include a still beating human heart, then <laughs> I think they all travel. But yeah. whatever. <laughs> yeah. What kind of cookies do you eat? <laughs> I don't know, but they are delicious. <laughs> Um, all right so for a show we weren't gonna do one <laughs> but uh terrence uh yesterday asked if we had a show for the week and i said no you want to do one and he said sure so here we are doing a show i guess generally around this time we would do a thanksgiving show maybe uh yeah. but i don't know that this is really gonna be a thanksgiving show is there anything you guys are thankful for you want to get off the top of your uh the top of your chests the top the heads anything off the top of your head you're thankful for <laughs> top of your chest <laughs> You think you want to get off your neck? Um, <laughs> same thing I pretty much say every year. Freaking Image Comics, like <laughs> they they are consistently putting out uh, really good new products. And yeah. I mean, you know, I'm looking forward to pretty much everything that's come out. But I, I will say, I will say that um, this year's been, you know, I think it's been pretty good as far as uh, like trade paperbacks, graphic novels, things like that. Like. I think earlier in the year was it like during the March Madness where we were like or or uh, best of last year where it was what we looking forward to this oh, year yeah, yeah 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 I mean you know pretty much everything that I said I was looking forward to um didn't disappoint yeah. uh, how did it play out for you guys I totally don't remember what I talked about <laughs> but I <laughs> battling boy I think I was looking forward to yep. that and I was definitely not disappointed with that at all at all i thought it was awesome yeah. and 
Stiff Beetle was the other thing that I was looking forward to, uh, if I'm not mistaken, that was on my list. I'm thankful for fanboy freakouts on the internet because they are highly entertaining. (laughs) (laughs) As always. Frustratingly entertaining. So, I guess a few things have come up. Is, do we have any opinion at all on the Alan Moore thing? Oh, I don't care at all. Uh, I'm totally like ambivalent. Like, I don't, <laughs> I don't, I don't see why people can't go. Hey, this guy wrote some really good stuff. Also, he's a freaking crackpot. Like, you can't. Uh, does it have to be black or white? Does it have to be one or the other? Yeah. Why? Do why you, can't? Why does can't it have to be, be a reaction in general? Like, who I, gives I, a exactly. shit? Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> hey, so, so Josh Lotta posted that on his Facebook page. And got into a ridiculous fight with somebody and ended up un like they broke off their friendship. Maybe? I don't think they did. I think did they, they were they just not? sticking with each okay. other. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I like to think that they did and yeah. it was entertaining. Yeah. I like to think that everybody takes Lotta seriously like one hundred percent. Me too. Hey, congratulations to Josh Lotta, man. Made it to the list of gateways to hell. Yeah. <laughs> that you see is that T? Quite yeah. impressive. It's been <laughs> he's really worked hard he's really worked hard at that i mean i feel like he's put in the man hours yeah i mean it's like wolf i don't know what i mean what did he do he got banned from facebook got engaged this year right that was this year yeah Uh, yeah i think that was this year yeah he's he's working on new rashy rabbits he's got new rashy rabbit Uh, stuff coming out drawn a bunch of racist shit yeah yeah oh boy (laughs) Oh yeah. boy! Oh, it has been it has been a lot of fun for me and Ted lately. <laughs> but it's hipster hipster racism, so, so it's okay, it's, right? It's okay, so it's okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> as long as he has a mustache and a scarf, I think we're okay. Uh, don't wash wash down my racism with a PBR. I know <laughs> some heroin. <laughs> at each other i think is all you know as usual i'm thankful for the dollar men community uh though i gotta say i think the dollar men fantastic discussion group's been getting a little lamer lately i'm just saying <laughs> well ooh, I, I will say it's less than fantastic but it's been it's been interesting at least yeah yeah all these new it people may not, i don't know exactly that's exactly what it is and i don't know if you guys listen or not but man <laughs> It's getting way too fanboy over there. Yeah. It's, it's getting You know what? It's like it's like at least they they're having the discussions that we would never have on the show, which is interesting to me. Yeah. Well, anyway, uh I don't think we have any Marvel or DC in front of us with our graphic novels. Well, yeah, well I mean we are focusing on Well, DC did have a gra- the couple graphic novels come out this year, yeah, didn't Or they? well or trade paperbacks too if you want to be I'm definition. not really ca- I didn't grab any trade paperbacks. Yeah, I mean like I I like I said the the thick bound books that I bought this year were ones that like, you know, I'd been looking forward to like I said Battling Boy um fifth little well, uh, well, about that. All right, all right, all right. So, wanna, all right, let's, let's jump in. All right. So when let's we when we talk to you, you cut out just to warn you. <laughs> oh crap! Okay, all right. It's, have you, he kind of cuts in and out when we're talking, right? So, uh, he cut out that one time, but I I, only I think heard it's from it us one. talking. Oh, okay. So that's uh, we'll we'll try to be mindful of that. 
Uh, had to be, has something to do with the way I switch things around. I don't know if it gets shit to work. Uh, so the Washington Post, or it's like the Washington Post, there was a posting on the WashingtonPost.com, which is uh, a guy did a top 10 graphic novels, or I guess to look out for in two, from 2013. Best of of Best of, yeah, best of graphic novels. I think he may have written it a little early because a couple of things came out this week and last that weren't on the list that we're going to get into in a little bit. But also... Um, you know, he did the whole thing where he put, uh, in, in my in my opinion, in my humble opinion, there's nothing humble <laughs> about my opinion, by the way. In my opinion, ever. <laughs> that's why I never write that. In my opinion, uh, Saga does not belong on there because it is a collection trade paperback. And I know Alan Moore thinks that fanboys made up this whole idea of graphic novels so they don't have to feel like children or what subhuman or whatever he said. But uh, I think that the graphic novel is a, you know, a pretty good thing. It's a self-contained story. Now, granted, uh, also, March Book One was on there. And for some reason, I do consider March Book One a graphic novel. It is because it was only published in that format. Format. Yeah. Format. Exactly. But anyway, that's semantics and shit. I... I'm fine. Saga's fine. Whatever. It's it's good. I do think that it took the place of a couple books that should have been up there instead. <laughs> Agreed. Like like I think Saga. I think Saga is a great book. Uh, you know, I enjoy reading it, but it comes out in floppies. Like I can read it month to month. I don't have to. I don't have to yeah. buy it in. Well, like you said, I think I think graphic novels is a format thing anyway. Like it, yeah. like you said earlier, like it's it's all. It's all about how it comes out, in my opinion. Right, and it's so, format, I agree, yeah. And with that said, this guy doesn't know what he's fucking talking about. <laughs> well, also, I, I do have issue with a volume two being a, a book to read from 2013. <laughs> like, I mean, it's, it's, it's what Saga is. You couldn't, I don't think if you picked up Saga volume two, it would mean shit to you, no. you know? I think for in order for Saga volume two to be great or good, you have to read Saga volume one first. So without a doubt. So then, what does that put? How does that put that on a great graphic novels of thirteen? If it doesn't mean shit without the one before it, you know? Yeah, exactly. He's so. he just really this guy really just likes Saga. Like I think that's <laughs> it. You know what I mean? Like you, you can't you can't justify it. Oh, dude, Invincible Volume Seven came out this year. I can't can't wait for you guys to read it and not know what in the hell is going on. Like yeah, I mean you can't you can't. I'm sorry, you just can't put that uh, on on a list. Yeah. <laughs> of all these brand new one-off things and and then you go oh by the way you're gonna have to read the best book of 2012 to understand what's going on in 2013 <laughs> well one of the other things is i think oddly enough saga is the closest it got to having a big what four on, yeah the main <laughs> a, a big four book i mean most of it was publisher fanographics and uh yep drawn and quarterly, drawn and quarterly. there was uh, first, first second. second was on there so mm-hmm. it was a lot of the what are considered indie publishers that uh, I think Top Shelf had a book on there, right? Well, March. March was on there. That's yeah, Top Shelf. Top Shelf. Yeah. Um, I haven't read a lot of the fanographics, Sean. Sean, have you read some of the fanographics books that were on there? Uh, I read, well, I don't, I don't, I honestly don't remember what was on there. Yeah, I don't either. But uh, possibly. <laughs> we don't have it in front of us, so <laughs> nice. we're not here to talk about the list. We're, we're, we're here to supplement the list, so. Um, I didn't bring it totally. up for now. You can bring it. Up. It's on our. It's on our fanboy filled um, dollar bin fantastic uh, group. I, I posted a link to it. So if you want to read, I know, it, and it's I was also intentionally... Washington Post top ten or something. I was intentionally vague. I was intentionally yeah, vague. I know. When, I, know. Uh, I was intentionally vague when I wrote something on there, and then you were like, "How about you stop being? <laughs> how about you stop being yeah. conspicuous about it?" Yeah, I was like, "Shut up!" <laughs> the first time I get to troll you, and you're like. <laughs> Well, no, because I was thinking it's like, um, 
like <laughs> we, we couldn't think of what you were thinking well at about. first i couldn't i was like what the hell is he talking about and then I was, I was like right as i was getting ready to post that comment i was like oh yeah okay well fifth beetle and then um i was not completely aware of the other book that you mentioned at all what is it saber toothed uh uh saber toothed swordsman you want to tell us a little bit about that i don't know anything about it um, I mean, I'll be quiet uh, to now. Be honest with you, it's a, yeah, it's a dark horse <laughs> book that came out. Um, it's about, uh, I mean, a saber tooth swordsman. So it's like a, it's like a bunch of anthropo- anthropomorphic animals, but it's not like furry shit. You know what I mean? Like you always have to put that disclaimer out there. You, you <laughs> like what I recommend. Yeah, what I recommend black sad to people, I have to be like, yeah, it's about animals that look like humans. But it's not like furry <laughs> shit. <laughs> but I mean, it's got a, the the book itself has got a very distinctive Indian flair to it. Yeah. You know, like it's. I mean, the main character runs around in a like a fez has a giant like one of those curved blades. You know, it's very like very like old school Arabian Nights type stuff. Now I haven't read it all the way through. I've just flipped through it. Uh, because the art is second to like maybe well maybe third prettiest <laughs> thing I've looked at this year. Yeah. Um, Number one, <laughs> Twyla. <laughs> All right. I mean, okay. <laughs> I don't think anybody. I don't think anybody's going to actually argue with that. You're certainly not going to get me to argue with that. <laughs> I wasn't. I was just trying to get a this laugh. Is a, that's all. This is a podcast about comics and not spouses, though. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Except for you, Sean. Like, you keep breaking all the molds in this thing. It's like, it's like, oh, yeah, dude, we're totally talking about, like, comics and not our girlfriends or wives. <laughs> it's like, yeah. oh, there's, I, I forget Adam's wife. Is Sean? <laughs> yeah, it's okay. Well, like I recently, we recently uh, it came up. The idea came up about a podcast and have like Twyla and Jordana and like Danny's wife Carla and whoever like do a podcast and talk about us. And I was like, yeah, I guess Sean could moderate it. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. exactly. Like Sean would have to moderate it because she would be like, well, you know. So what's it like being married to these goofballs? <laughs> yeah. I like to break stereotypes. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Just when I was getting ready to say something generic and cliche. Yeah. Right, so, so, so what was no, it about but, Saber Two Swordman that that really got you? What 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 grabbed your attention first? Honestly, it was the art. Like it's it, first off, it's like a weird concept. I mean, like it's a tiger. Like it's <laughs> it's a big it's a big white tiger with a sword running around chopping things. So, I mean, you know, you got my attention there. But like like I said, it's beautifully illustrated. I can't I can't even sort of equate the style to anything. Yeah. Like, it would be like if maybe if like Sam Bosma was like a lot more needlessly complicated. I, I hate to say that. <laughs> like, like, yeah. Like everything in the everything in the book is like incredibly beautiful. But it's it is like meticulous. Like, it's very it's very um I don't know. There's a lot of details in each page. Like yeah. you could obviously tell that the artist labored over this book. Yeah. But aside, I mean, aside from that, it's just sort of your, it's sort of a, like a fantasy action adventure type thing. It's it's sort of a well tread story from what I hear in the reviews. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it doesn't matter to me because, like I said, I I could every single page of this book I could pretty much put up on the wall. <laughs> speaking of like meticulous and attention and stuff have you been reading have you been picking up uh shaolin cowboy 
Yes, sir. Did Did you read that issue? That recent issue? <laughs> oh my god! Adam Adam made me read it. He's like, here, just just number read this. Two. And I was like, is this oh, whole god. issue? Yeah, Sean like, was like, I didn't read number one. I was like, you don't have to have. <laughs> you don't need to for this one. <laughs> I was like, are you serious? Are you serious? Uh, come on. Every There's page I be. turned, I was like, this just hey. is amazing. Yep. I can't believe it. And, every, and, I, and every time I'd be like, okay, okay. Is it? Oh my God. And I would turn up like, all right, I'm halfway through. He's got to switch it up now. Oh my God. I can't believe that. No. <laughs> Dude, I just, you know, when you look at, when you look at Jeff Darrow's artwork, it's just like every, every digit that I have, my fingers and toes want to just cramp up from the line work. Like there's so <laughs> much, there's so much in each page. Like, I, I can't even wrap my head around it. But um, yeah, that, that second issue is ridiculous. <laughs> okay, well, I guess back on topic. Um, so Saber 2 Samurai... No, it's me. Saber 2 Swordsman, right? Yep. It's something to keep an eye out for from 2013 that wasn't on that list. Absolutely. Uh, it did just come out in the last couple weeks, right? Yeah, I think it's like two weeks old, maybe two and a half, uh, maybe three now. Yeah. The other one that you mentioned is uh, The Fifth Beetle. Oh, boy. Which actually came out just last week, I believe, um, from when we're posting this. Correct. And I guess it came out the day before the article was posted. I'm guessing that's why it's not on there. But um, Yeah, but I mean, you know what? I think... You should I know what's coming guy. out. You should be like, oh, shit, there's this really popular, there's this really anticipated book coming out. Maybe I'll hold off my article for one more week. <laughs> Agreed. And also, it's like, oh, and, and it's the Beatles. Like, right. arguably, right. you know, the biggest rock group in the history of music. Bigger than Elvis. <laughs> Way. <laughs> Have you had a chance to read it yet, T? I, so... I flipped through it yeah. at Heroes Con. Like there was, it was a full um, print of it going around, mm. and I got to, I got to look through the entire thing at Heroes Con. And I, I if I'm gonna be honest with you, I haven't started reading it because I can't stop looking at it. <laughs> like it's a, it is a freaking master's course on storytelling, <laughs> as far as, as far as I'm concerned, from from Andrew Robinson. That said, I will be reading it within probably over the break. Um, I get, you know, I, I got Thursday and Friday off. I'll read it over that time. Yeah. I just got to like not analyze every page like I've been <laughs> doing for the past like three or four days now. Yeah. I picked it up. Well, Sean bought it, I mm-hmm. guess. I guess technically. Is this going on our joint shelf? Uh, or is this yours? Well, it's oversized, so it may have to go in the joint. <laughs> so Sean picked it up. Um, she's she's the one that pre-orders things, and uh, so it's hers because she takes initiative. Uh, nice. We did. Yes. We we got the what thirty dollar version. The twenty. The twenty dollar version. The hardcover yeah. twenty dollar, which is awesome. Awesome price for an oversized hardcover book. Yes. Yeah, because it's huge. Yeah. So we we didn't get the fifty dollar collector's edition or the hundred dollar limited edition. We just got the twenty dollar one. Like, yeah, I, I, I got I got in. that one too. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I got that one too, but but um I am probably for Christmas going to go ahead and order the the King Shebang version mm. because on Amazon it's like $60. So oh, wow. so what what's in? What well, I know in? the I know the biggest like super duper collector version has a slip cover and it has like probably 20 additional pages of of uh like notes and like the kind of memorabilia stuff that that um like Andrew used when kind of putting together the look for the book. Okay. It's it's a lot of behind the scenes stuff and it's it's stuff that is like 
totally exclusive to the super duper um, exclusive hardcover version. That sounds really cool. I mean, just like looking through it, it is amazing. I, I know a, it's all of these shots. Like it's really like it's, if you're an artist and you don't have that book, then I, I don't know. I really don't know <laughs> what's wrong with you because it's there are so many like he picked. It seems like he picked almost every impossible angle and was like, okay, I'm going to go ahead and do that. <laughs> yeah, I don't know when I'm going to get a chance to like sit down and enjoy it and read it. Probably like winter break. I know. I say I say that I'm going to try to do it over the, over the next couple of days. Uh, and every single member of my family and Twilight's family is going to be in town. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just lying to myself. I know I am, but... A lot of times, like, bigger books that I want to spend time with, I get too intimidated, and I keep putting it off. Yeah, I mean, like, I I agree. I still haven't. I got that Eric Canetti hardcover off a of Kickstarter a million years ago, like, the huge version of all of, with all of his art in it. Yeah. And I don't, th- I, I don't think I've made it all the way through that book. In fact, I'm probably going to take it down tonight so I can flip through it, yeah. <laughs> at least half of it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Um, but yeah, I mean, like, I, I think it was my most anticipated book of the year, probably at the same time with battling boy, like they were neck and neck just because I hadn't seen any new Paul Pope stuff in forever. Like I had gotten sort of an Andrew Robinson fix cause he was doing a lot of covers in the meantime, but I gotta say that like, as just as a package, like fifth beetle is far and away, like the, the best looking thing I've seen all year long. Like story wise, Battling Boy was so much fun. Yeah, yeah, and it, don't get me wrong, because I thought, I, and and again, it's new Paul Pope stuff. So I mean, come on, the guys, the guys, brilliant all yeah. the way around. Like I just love the concept on Battling Boy too. Yeah, I mean that there's a whole world, I and mean, he can go anywhere with it. It's yeah, and I can let my kids read it. <laughs> <laughs> you can't say that about a lot of Paul Pope stuff. At all. Yeah. <laughs> like kids are not reading one hundred percent or or Batman year one hundred or anything like that. Um I just got back, so you guys are gonna have to talk about everything that you just said again. Fifth Beetle is and I'm not there's no hyperbole here. Fifth Beetle is probably um the most beautifully illustrated comic I think I've ever seen. Like maybe ever. Did I think I read it in two two sittings? Maybe three, because I think I went to bed and I and I was like I was about halfway through it when I went to bed and I didn't go to sleep until I finished it. The, the <laughs> I, I went to bed at like one thirty or something that night because we went to bed and I was like I'm gonna f- just read some more of this and I just didn't put it down. <laughs> just decided not to. I was telling Sean that I haven't read it yet because I'm too busy looking at it. Yeah, <laughs> like <laughs> like it's just. It's way too much to try to take in at one time, I think. Like I I'm that's one of those books that I'll read over and over and over again. Yeah. Just because I'll I'll probably catch some weird detail in the background or whatever as I'm going through it for the fortieth time. Well, there's all sorts of subtle things in it that you just don't notice unless unless you've kind of been hip to it. Yeah, well not just that, but like we were talking about how Andrew basically took every um impossible angle in the world. To, oh, oh yeah <laughs> yeah like freaking some guy's reflection <laughs> yeah in, uh, oh yeah that that window. shot is disgusting <laughs> that shot it was like i was like i almost slammed the book and just threw it away like when when i saw that it is a well crafted book from and even the design like even in the like the the design of the book itself 
I just I just think it's it's well done from top to bottom. I mean, they've been working on it for like three or maybe even four years now. Yeah, I think it's like four years. But, you know, you hear a lot of people talk about books that have been, you know, in development for forever and stuff like that. And the results are like hit or miss. Yeah. <laughs> I'm thinking of like right off the gate right now. But yeah, yeah, like the results are hit or miss. You know, it's like this book's been in development for like five years. Like, really, this is, this is what they could come up with in five years. Huh? <laughs> but I knew that I was not going to be disappointed by this book. Like, I knew it was going to be one of the best things of the year. But even that feels like understatement at, at this point. Um, and, and to be honest with you, I'm not like the biggest Beatles fan in the world. Yeah, I think they're solid, but I'm not going to act like I'm some like super duper fan, you know, of them. Yeah. Well, a lot of it. Um, I mean, the Beatles, the Beatle characters in this crack me up. Yes. They're, agreed. They're ridiculous. And it, it's it's cool because, I mean, he does have he does say, or I guess I guess they at the end, they kind of say, hey, there was a little bit of artistic. Uh, uh, what is there? Like or no. Yeah. License. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. Fifth Beatle. It's should have been on that list for sure. It, Definitely better than uh, Bongs on there more than Saga does. <laughs> oh yeah, without a doubt. Like, I mean, did you guys have any anything that was on that list that either you really wanted to talk about, or I mean, uh, like, I, I think of a couple. Yeah, March. you're damn right. You're damn right. I do. <laughs> March. I read it last night. Well, Battling Boy was on there too, wasn't it? Battling. Was yep, it? Battling Boy was on there. Yeah, yeah. We, you guys talked about that a little touched, bit. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we touched on it. Yeah. But March is really. Really, really good. Nate Powell did the art. It's um basically John Lewis's story. I think it was um scripted or something by Andrew Aiden. Yep. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. I, it's on my list of pickups and I just haven't I haven't gotten it yet, but I've been wanting to get it. it and you guys know that like art really kind of drives me in in books. Um yeah. but like this is a like this is one this is another one where I just kind of looked at it and I was like this story is going to be incredible <laughs> when I finally get around to it. Like I utterly love Nate Powell's art. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. He's just got it's such a um I don't know like a a human feeling to his art. It's very emotional kind of I don't know, just raw. It's cuz it's he captures yeah. faces. Like yeah. yeah, his faces like you said it I think you you hit it right on the head when you said that his faces are very raw like they're not he doesn't do while they're detailed they're not like refined you know what i mean yeah i haven't i haven't had a chance to read march yet that's definitely Sean read it in like a half an hour or something um, kind of burned right couple, through it it was a couple hours a couple hours um, burned right through it yeah i mean it's just really easy to read it's really thought provoking really yeah. um it just really draws you in just i mean all the stuff that he had to, that he went through and right just like the simplicity of his reason behind it just it's what i needed to do so i did it <laughs> while sean was reading march i was sitting next to her on the couch reading ed piscor's hip-hop family tree <laughs> um yes and this book is something that i never want to stop reading like <laughs> <laughs> he was like cracking up the whole time. He I was, kept... I was giggling. Well, it's hilarious. Time. Like yeah, Richard, dude, Simmons, really yeah. Russell Richard Simmons, Russell Simmons, good <laughs> Lord. Richard oh my God. Simmons. Oh my God! Wow. Do not cut that. I oh, swear boy. to God, I'll kill you. I will kill you if you cut oh, that. Boy. Russell um, Simmons yeah. in his book. Richard, wait, wait, no, 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 no. Everybody stop. Everybody pause. Yeah. Two... No, I totally. Sean, real Sean. Yeah, I totally called him Richard Simmons. <laughs> 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 Totally did that. Really? 
totally did that. I will own that too. I did it. I did it. Oh my god. Okay. I'm sorry. All right. I'm sorry. I can't... <laughs> you called him. You called him. You called him Richard Simmons, though. Yeah, like, I did. I did call him that. It's like it's. You couldn't have been further away if you just jumped in a black hole. Like you couldn't have been further off target. Like you really couldn't have. But I mean, whatever. Uh, okay. I don't. I, I'm really bad with names. Really I call. I call Neil Young Neil Diamond, and vice versa <laughs> for no reason at all. Besides, I'm just really bad with names. Oh man. Oh, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> so so tell me I'm more sorry. about Russell Simmons. Russell Simmons is hilarious in this book, man. <laughs> <laughs> and I think he was given shit for it at first, and I think that may have just fueled it more. Yep. Because I mean, because <laughs> that's exactly how he is in real life. Like, yeah. Russell Simmons. Like the first time he caught shit for his portrayal of Russell Simmons, he was like, "Here's some YouTube videos." <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Here's, <laughs> here's my source uh, material. Exactly. Here's documented proof. Yeah. What do you say about that? <laughs> yeah. So Hip Hop Family Tree has like I've been reading it online. I actually started a little late online and I think I missed a few of the early ones. Even when I went back and kind of read them, I think I ended up missing a few of the early ones. But uh um, mm-hmm. I've been reading it regularly since, uh, for the last over the last year at this point. And uh dude, I love it. Like I jumped in kind of like, uh, you know, I started listening to hip hop in the late 80s, probably. I think the first uh, rap I ever heard was um, DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince. Right, so, right. Like, we're not even there yet, you know? He's been doing hip hop. Uh, you know, he's like, volume two's coming out soon. He's in the on volume three at this point, And we're not even, not even to the point where right. I started yeah. listening to hip hop, you know? There's so much in here. It's, it's. Like, if you don't know anything about hip-hop, I think it will be a little confusing as you learn. It's just like reading, uh, you know, it's, yeah. it's, it's a reference material. I mean, you're learning this. It's like, the way he tells it, it's not 100% linear. It's pretty linear, but he yeah. goes back and forth because it's like a puzzle. Not only is he telling a linear story of hip-hop, but he also has to, like, kind of give you a heads up of something that may be coming up further down the line and bounces back and forth a little bit. He has to introduce some characters um, before they really are um, members of the story, just so you can get a feel for it. Uh, I like thinking of it as like a, as like an anatomy book and a history book at the same time, because you know, the anatomy portion of it is like learning how everything falls into place, how everything works together, how everyone, you know, works together. Uh, and then obviously the history portion of it is just, it's just incredible, man. Like he's just, the guy, like he's, it's funny cause you hear the, like the terms like hip hop historian bandied about and things like that. <laughs> yeah. But like the guy is legit, like, like Ed Pisker is 100, 1000% legit. Like he, he and, and he's illustrating the hell out of this book. It's got like that. Yeah. It's got that feel. Um, it's got that feel of when I first started reading comics and like, you know, the paper is, is just so, and it's got that like comic book smell, you know what I mean? (laughs) It's the smell of China apparently. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I've learned. He takes like incredible pains to make it look. Yeah. 
a certain way. Well, like so, like like basically, kind of everything that you you said. All right, first off, let me throw this out there because you actually triggered this in my brain, and I'm gonna fucking nerd out. Okay, hip hop family tree is the hip hop Cimmerillion. Oh my god, <laughs> it is the yeah, Cimmerillion of hip hop. But, but more readable. Too... But no. No, I enjoyed the Cimmerillion. I could read it. Yeah, it's but not stories. you're not. It's just a series of stories. But you're not everybody. Well, that's what I'm saying. Remember when I was talking about how you kind of like you don't really know some of the characters. You got to kind of learn them, and then later on, you get to the end, and you're like, "Oh shit, I want to read this all over again because there's so many pieces that I have now that lets me know the significance of what I might have missed early on." That's exactly what the Cimmerillion is. Like you may be reading some of it, and you may not get the significance until later, and then it makes you just want to go back and read it again, unless you felt like it was laborious, in which case you want to not ever read it again. And that's right. the way a lot of people but feel I about the summer. I love that kind of stuff. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I was, uh, I pulled out some of my art textbooks and was uh, showing Adam, yeah. like, who Keith Haring is and oh, man. Uh, Jean-Michel well, Basquiat. Yeah, I mean, that's the cool stuff for I'm me. Really, I was about to say, that's really, that's really cool because it's like sort of a, sort of an exchange, you know what I mean? At least in your household because... I mean, it's obvious that Shaw doesn't know anything about that. Yeah. I, I don't know anything about hip-hop. I'm not going to lie. I enjoy what I've heard, but, I think, but man, I'm ig- ignorant. Like, that's the thing. Like, Sean, Sean will listen to old-school hip-hop, you know? Like, I'll listen to Backspin on satellite radio, and she enjoys right. it. She just doesn't know anything about any of it. And, I mean, right. even myself, I didn't get into that stuff until I was, like, in my early 20s is when I really started going back and really learning about and and listening to old-school hip-hop, like, stuff from the, the early 80s is really as far back as I kind of go. But um, right. but the Hip-Hop Family Tree, being able to tell these stories of all these things that I've kind of known but been able to now put together, and it's like, it is like, you know, where I said the Cimmerillion thing, it's like he's creating this world but it's a it's fucking real, man. You know, like it feels yeah. like he's creating this yeah. fictional world that telling this story, this story building world. But this is real. Like this shit happened. You know. <laughs> well, it's funny. Yeah, I mean, and it does. It feels they feel like characters. It's just great, man. It's great. Well, hip hop is like that, man. And like you know, this this obviously is going to tie back to sort of like you know Cola Con and all that stuff. But right. hip hop is full of these larger than life characters and these. And these, you know, people that you're like, there is no fucking way that guy existed. And then he actually existed. <laughs> and then, but it's like, and then he's like even more so than you thought he was, like that kind of character, you know? <laughs> exactly, man. But like the way the way Ed like introduces these characters, these I say characters, but you know, the characters in his book, but yeah. like they're people, they're real people. That's and that's the thing. Like that's what I'm saying. Like it feels like you're talking about characters in a book. But this shit is real. I mean, this happened. These are real people. These are real life people. These are legit stories. These like, stories this happened. Is... <laughs> oh, man. Like, one of the cool things that you were kind of, what we were talking about is how Ed, Sean said he, he painstakingly chooses a lot of things he does in his design to, to really combine that feeling of hip-hop and comics. Like, this is like the epitome of hip hop and comics, obviously. And he right. really went painstakingly to do it. I mean, like if you go to like his, his Facebook page or um, he probably posted other, other places too. I, I don't know, but 
he shows basically where he sampled his ideas for this book. You know, like hip hop's big on sampling. And I mean, right, right. you flip through it, like he says, okay, here's this issue of whatever comic where I got this idea and here's what I did. You know, for their, their free comic book day, they've got the Marvel 25th anniversary thing going with the characters the sides, around the, the sides. Yeah. You know, I mean, like he's really going out of his way. Like he showed a Fantastic Four issue where he kind of took the title page and he made the fan or the collection and he took that title page and he pretty much copped it for his title page as well you know his contents page it's it's all these things like the back and in in the back of hip-hop family tree he has his author photo and what he did is he took the cover of um an nwa album uh that i can't say the title of Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, <laughs> we don't have to say the title of it and um okay. and he you know he did that he did that as his his as his um his his character his author photo and i mean every choice that he makes in there in this book has been amazing and every choice that he's made has had a very specific reason for doing it the way he did the font on the spine the font on the front i mean that's the wild yep. style font you know yep Exactly, like, exactly. Like, That's exactly where I was going. Everything he chose in this thing is like for like the perfect reason and it's used exactly how it needs to be used to tell the story the way it needs to be told. Agreed. Um, like he's Yeah. <laughs> he's no, but I mean, yeah, yeah. I it's it's hard for me to even follow up on well, yeah, you know, I mean that's said about it because the book is just yeah. yeah. Uh, it, you are doing yourself a disservice if you don't own it and yeah and it's not just and that's for if you're a fan of hip-hop if you're a fan of comics if you're a fan of both <laughs> yeah. like it's just a it is a um a nostalgic trip mm-hmm. for certain yeah and you'll definitely learn something like you said and like and like we both said you know like you'll learn something it's great if you're into hip-hop but if you're not into hip-hop like for instance like um you know uh seth peglar not a big dude on hip-hop but he wrote about this book like yeah (laughs) he he did his review on hip-hop family tree and like he gave it like a stellar review you know he's not big on hip-hop but the book itself holds up the characters the stories being told here are worth reading even if you're not into hip-hop now if you are in hip-hop you'll get an extra you get an extra kick out of it like for instance you know he does that little thing and where sean was able to help me learn about the art and stuff like that there's a spot in here where he has, and then across on the West Coast, a young Andre, young Andre Young, a, <laughs> a young Andre, yeah, <laughs> you know, across the West Coast, West Coast, Andre Young comes across this cassette, and like and if you don't know, <laughs> yeah, Sean doesn't know who Andre Young is, so for her, she doesn't know, but when she gets there, she'll just kind of breeze by it. She'll be like, okay, Andre Young, but next volume, yep. when Andre Young is introduced as Dr. Dre. And then, yeah, yeah exactly. Like, Holy it's all shit! That's where that, yeah, and that that those kind of things are like, are what gonna? That's what's gonna make this when it's complete. Just it's such an amazing collection of stories. Yep, an amazing it's, collection it's, of stories. God, it's just so. And like you said, it can it could literally go on, and on and on and on up until like you know Nelly when shit just goes sour. <laughs> but. <laughs> I guess I guess he said what is he he's got like a five year plan or something I think well he yeah got he's a five got at least book plan. five book plan I was about to say he's got at least five volumes out of this like but, well we're in we're into the third volume now yeah and and we're barely to where like you said me and you probably started really listening to hip hop right right so yeah anyway um awesome awesome book awesome 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 book volume two's 
you know, coming out next fall, I guess. And they're already, it's already done, I think, pretty much putting it together at this point. Um, I think it's, I think he's still got a lot of like design, design work and stuff, stuff that he's do. doing, but. But on top of right. that, on top of that, like I said, free comic book day, the, uh, the, um, Fantagraphics free comic book day book is going to have some hip hop family tree stuff in it. And it's going to have that awesome Marvel, uh, 25th anniversary. Oh, nice. Uh, rip rip off cover <laughs> <laughs> sample sampled cover the sample cover with african and bot on it inspiration <laughs> yeah and like see african and bato you know we listen to to uh backspin and at nights african and bata spins he you know he he uh oh he's actually directs. he's actually he directs <laughs> oh wow so okay. yeah oh yeah like he's got you know some, there's some djs on there and it says it's like african babata with and then it's a bunch of, D, of other djs but um you know it's just like with the Zulu Nation when he did his thing, you know. He he yeah, he spun some, but really he was there just kind of being the general over the being whole thing. Yeah, ringleader. Yeah. Like yeah, exactly. Like you said, he's he's sort of a, that today, you know. Yeah, sort of an architect. It's not, you know Right. Right. He's not doing the building himself, but <laughs> but yeah. he's laying the plans, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that guy's that guy's a genius, and you'll learn all about it in Hip Hop Family Tree. Volume one. Uh, okay, so that's uh, damn. I'm, I went way too long on that. I'm sorry. Uh, no, it's okay because it's it's yeah. something to be, to <laughs> be uh, excited about. Uh, Sean, you got just it. to say, yeah. Go ahead. Oh, I'm sorry. No, no, no I, go ahead, man. It's just weird to say that like two of the best comics of this year are music related. I find that. Oh yeah. And not just music related, but like real life music related not not you know yeah you're they're not about the bands they're about it's about a lot of the it's all it's you know the the band members are in there and stuff but it's a lot of it's about the behind the scenes and the story and let me just tell you the uh the owner of um you know shook uh no i'm not ruining stuff like anyway 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 i don't want to talk about the details (laughs) okay (laughs) because i can talk about my family tree for another three hours easy probably and only volume one has come out (laughs) <laughs> so i'll just read it to y'all and explain what everything means beyond what he even explains it so you have the context for your forward thinking <laughs> the, the annotated <laughs> yeah the annotated hip-hop family tree, hip-hop family tree. <laughs> i'll do dollar bit audio commentary to hip-hop family tree <laughs> please turn to page one maybe i'll do that that could be fun why not right that might be actually. I'm not smart be. enough to do that though. Ed would have to do it. <laughs> yeah, Ed would have to really be the one. It. <clears throat> it's not like we're going to call him on anything. Sean, uh, what do you want to talk about? I don't know. I'm just kind of going along with the flow. What do you got over there? Um, a bunch of random stuff. You, you want to pick one? Um, I figure we got 10, 15, 20 minutes left in this podcast. <laughs> yeah, we could all. T- oh. I mean, we could all talk. Even just talk about a book that you're reading or something yeah. like that. I can stick with the, uh, we've got a little uh, non-fiction theme going, except for Battling Boy. Um, yeah, like, yeah, we did true. a lot of non-fiction here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I got, uh, this year, picked up Relish, My Life in the Kitchen by Lucy Kinsey, and it's mixed between, like, recipes and her interest in food. What? You need more mic, girl. I need more mic. Yeah. Like that? <laughs> yeah. Yell into it. Well, don't yell into it, shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I just really liked the the whole kind of recipe aspect of it. I've tried out a few of the recipes. <laughs> it was really interesting. She has a whole chapter on cheese. I was about to say, so how is it built? Is it like, is it is it built like um, experiences 
I, I built around these foods. You know what I mean? Like, I know that sounds really weird, but no, like, I mean, that's pretty much how it is. It's basically an autobiography set to food. <laughs> okay. So, okay. I mean, it's got like, kind of like her early experiences. Um, you know, how she's bonded with her mom over food, how her mom used to work at Dina DeLuca and how then she worked at Dina DeLuca. Just all kinds of stuff like that. Okay. I definitely want to check that out because I like food. I, I love food. And I like comics. <laughs> and I like to learn about food and then eat it. The other thing is... All what these, uh, all what these recipes things... have you tried? Oh, yeah. Um, I tried the shepherd's pie. I've kind of tweaked it. Um, Kind of working on it. And is that the only one? That may be the only one. I know I've thought a about a lot of now. them. Yeah. yeah. I've thought about a lot of the other ones. but A shepherd's pie. Yeah, or shepherd's fairy pie is what they call it because it's pie. vegetarian. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, a lot of the other common theme is these are combining some of our favorite things. <laughs> uh, yeah, I totally agreed. <laughs> yeah, uh, I wanted to. Um, this, this isn't really a graphic novel, or I don't know what the hell it is. It's Did it a come sketchbook. out in two thousand thirteen? Yeah, I picked it up at right before Heroes Con. Okay, is when I got this. Uh, Tony Shastine, he's been doing those. Uh, this kind of like uh, he does drawings from uh, scenes from movies, and he's been posting them on like his Facebook and stuff. And uh, he even sells them through his through his agent. But uh, he he did a collection of all of his of, of like of all the scenes, and he called it "Stealing the Scene." It's Volume One uh, again. It's Tony Shastine, and uh, if you do a Google search for it, you can come across this. I bought this thing. Um, I pre-ordered it. This thing is awesome. Like he basically went through all these iconic movies. He picked a good scene where he could draw kind of a something that stood out. It's something that could be recognizable as that scene. With a had, but it also had to have a really good dialogue line to it. You know? Yeah, I mean, like you could you could just say iconic. Like you know what I mean? Yeah, like every yeah. one of those every one of those shots that he's drawn in there. It's and it's not it's not usually your um. Luke, I am your father. Iconic <laughs> yeah. scene. You know what I mean? It's a, it's a, it's a scene that is instantly recognizable in each one of these movies. A piece of dialogue that is like instantly recognizable. Right. And Tony illustrates the crap out of it. Like yeah. he's, he's really good. Yeah, like, like the one I flipped open to is uh, from Groundhog Day, and it's got Bill Murray with the groundhog in his lap driving the truck, and he's like, "Don't drive angry," you know that thing. <laughs> um, right. Right. So it's a lot, of, a lot of good stuff like that. It's 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 just really cool. Like I just do a Google search, Tony Shastine, S H A S T E E N, and uh, he's working on um, he's working on Vampire Diaries with, right now with Colleen Duran. With Colleen Duran, which is so wow, funny really? to me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the combination of the two of them. That yeah, working it's on Vampire it. Diaries. It's coming out on yeah, like exactly. DC or something. Yeah, it's too. DC Digital. Uh, I think they're, they're doing they're print, print also. Yeah. Uh, I did learn if you go to Comicsology right now. DC's doing like a um, a free comic every day or something like that, and right now you can actually download uh, Vampire Diaries number one for free on Comicsology. But uh, oh. Tony Chastain did this, and the cool thing is, is it's shaped and it's it. I wish it was a little bigger, but it's um it's shaped and it's designed like a VHS tape. Oh, really? Yeah, like the cover and everything. It's got like a VHS tape, and then like the sticker on the front says "Deal in the Scene, Volume One," illustrated by Tony oh, Chastain. But that's pretty awesome. Um, it's a little smaller than a VHS tape, which if it was just a little bit bigger, I think that'd be awesome. But it, I get it. You know, you got to pick your format sometimes. Um, yeah. But yeah, just wanted to throw that out there. I thought that was a really cool collection that he did. Uh, either back to Terrence or Sean. 
Oh, or I can um, go again. <laughs> well, <laughs> I just got a bunch of little things, you know. We talked about the major stuff, I think, at this point. I think point. we did too. I mean, you we've know? got a lot of uh, yeah. like little things. Like, I mean, I got some Afterlife with Archie issues here and Sandman Overture, but I don't think I well, can I'm say anything. Of, that, you know? I'm reading a couple of books that I'm really enjoying right now. Um, and they're only, they're, you could probably find them, and they're both only like two issues deep. Um, the first one is Rat Queens. It's coming out of Image. Yeah, so you've been digging um, that. Richard's been trying to get me on that, but I haven't picked it I up I like yet. it. Yeah. I like it. It's, um, how can I say it? It's really, uh, did you ever read Skull Kickers? I read the first few. I didn't really, okay. I didn't really get into it, though. It's not quite as, um, it's not quite as, like, I guess, cheesy. Yeah. And I love, I love Skull Kickers, don't get me wrong, but <laughs> it's not quite as, um, you know, cheesy as that. It's about these, uh, <laughs> it's about these girls, uh, these women that are all, uh, I guess, to a degree, they're bounty hunters. Yeah, it's a very fantasy element um, type of story. Um, each one of them has, you know, they're kind of, they're just, you know, they all have their, their little thing that they're dealing with, and you know, like uh, one of the girls is <laughs> is uh, the godless follower of this, like her parents are part of this like sect this religious sect but she is totally like an atheist so she doesn't believe in that but you know she's like the group's healer um there's a girl like one of the ri- the the girl who's like the quote-unquote rich girl um basically stole her parents best armor and is now like the like berserker of the team <laughs> okay she's like the tank of the team uh but yeah it's so it's like it's like that they get sent out on a mission uh they get double crossed big time and right now it's about them. The main story is about them trying to like figure out who screwed them over and, and what it all, you know, the, the big thing that it leads up to, but it's got like some humor in it. it's really funny. Um, it's got fantastic action. Uh, it's written by uh, Curtis. And I don't know how to say his last name. But I think it's Weeby. He writes uh, that Peter Pan- Panzerfaust book. Yeah. And it's drawn by uh, rock up church who was doing a book for image called vessel for a while. Um, I highly recommend that. And then the other book that I was, I've been reading, and I've only read the first issue. I've got the second issue, and I haven't read it yet. Uh, it's a book called Buzzkill, and it's coming out of Dark Horse. Mm-hmm. The concept behind it is really what drove me to it. I think the art's pretty solid, too, um, and the story, in, as far as this issue goes, is pretty solid. But like the concept behind the story is, is that the main character is a superhero whose powers only work when he's blackout drunk. Like he has to get like, <laughs> yeah, he has to get like super drunk for his powers to work. And he never knows what he does in that, uh, in that, in that time where, <laughs> where he's using them because he's so wasted. Um, but like the idea is now that he's, he's wanting to get clean. Like he's going to like AA meetings and things like this. <laughs> yeah. And like he's trying to get clean and sober but like that means he's got to give up sort of his life as a as a uh as a superhero yeah and right when that starts happening right when he starts like, accepting all of that like all of his all of his worst villains like attack him so uh, that's kind of where that first one ended and I'm, I'm about to i'm gonna probably read the next one within the next couple of days and and kind of see where the story goes from there but as far as like a concept goes i really really think that's really cool well, uh, I think Skype has decided that we're coming to an end because you you got a little choppy there. For the most part, you were most part you were good, but uh, I don't I, I don't want to drag it out if it's going to get worse. Um, I had a few other books on here, but like 
Allison, Allison, her rainy day robot is a book that Fred Chow did. And, uh, oh. it's, it's really cool. It's a really kid friendly book. Uh, Sean and I bought a monopoly of them. So I don't know. That's actually not the way that word's used at all. No, we, we bought, bought a, a plethora couple. of them. We bought a handful of them. We bought a handful of them. <laughs> so if anybody's interested, uh, you know, let us know. We can, we can probably get you on. <laughs> um, he was selling, he, he had brought a bunch to, uh, SPX and he was selling them really cheap. So I bought a bunch of them. What's a handful. Uh, it's really good. It's a really good um, kids book. We're actually giving it to our cousin for Christmas. Cousins, I guess. Uh, but speaking of which, also, word has it that um, Johnny Hero Volume 2 is out, Uh-oh. and it's in bookstores. Uh, I went to Barnes & Noble. They didn't have any in stock. Looks like I'm about to get it online. But if you haven't read Johnny Hero, I highly recommend Johnny Hero. The first one came out through Ad House, but I believe it has also been redistributed through whatever publisher Johnny Hero Volume 2 is going through. So... You can probably get that on Amazon.com, of course, or um, BarnesandNoble.com or something like that. But yeah, Johnny Hero. It's uh, H-I-R-O, Hero. So Half Asian, all hero? Yes, half Asian, all hero. <laughs> great book, great book. Um, volume 2, I'm guessing it's just that i got to find it. The other thing that I had on here is, you know those... Um, and I think these have actually been okay. They're cute and they're fun. But um, the uh, you know those... Uh, Jeffrey Brown's been doing those Star Wars books. Yeah. Yeah, so like he did, you know, Vader's uh the uh, Vader's little prince or whatever. I can't remember what it's called, but it's he's got the one with Luke Skywalker. I've got the one with Leia in front of me right now. The one with Luke Skywalker actually came out last year and uh so this one's Vader's little princess. Oh, Vader's little man, I don't know what it's called. It's over there somewhere. Um Right. <laughs> but this one it's it's all just a bunch of little like uh couple panel, few panel uh funny stories with like say Darth Vader was raising uh, Princess Leia as a child, you know, like Daddy, mm-hmm. I'm making you a koozie, and he's like, or cozy, and he's like, isn't it great? And uh, it, actually, reading this doesn't make any sense because you don't have the visual. Yeah, but, they're, I mean, they're just like <laughs> gag strips, but they're just little cute gag strips that right, he's, uh, little one off, right? And uh, he did the same thing with Luke Skywalker as a kid, and then there's another one that he just did that came out. I guess he's just been burning through these either that or he had them stocked up. But uh, Star Wars Jedi Academy is one that recently came out. And um, this one, it's basically a kid from Tatooine who wants to go to, like, I guess it's like a vocational schools or whatever. He wants to go to uh, flight pilot to, like, pilot camp or whatever. And instead, he ends up right. going to Jedi camp, and he doesn't. he's, like, freaked out. He's, like, too old to be a Jedi. And it's him, like, writing letters <laughs> home to his mom and stuff about how he's not having fun and the big kids pick on him and how weird his professors are. It's kind of funny. It's cute. Um, it's That's a little a, laborious. A lot like Diary of a Wimpy Kid. <laughs> yeah, like Diary of a Wimpy Kid, I guess. That's uh, okay. like pretty... Yeah. So there's like a lot of like letters, but then there's also but then there's also like comic uh, pages and sequential art and stuff like there. It's been okay. I'm about a quarter of the way through it, and I haven't picked it up in a few weeks. So, um, But yeah, if you're into that sort of thing, I'd recommend it. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, if that's your thing <laughs> if that's your thing I mean I'm in Star Wars and I like Jeffrey Brown alright so I'll buy anything Star Wars and Jeffrey Brown the art's really cool like like the his coloring and everything it's very uh, it's very neat I like it but yeah. um, I'll, I'll throw in uh, reading some of the top 10 list of 2013 I'm really surprised nobody's mentioned New School from Dash Shaw hmm. have you read it yet Sean? I have read it yet yeah I haven't I read, read it. it so it's, it's good really, it's yeah it's really tell good tell us about it tell us I, about it Sean can it's, I see it? Yeah. Um, it's basically <laughs> um, a coming-of-age story with some 
kind of fantasy elements with really, really bizarre coloring. <laughs> really? Dashaw is... It also smells like China. <laughs> he is, <laughs> like, crazy good to be so young. Yeah. Right. I, I mean, I really, I really enjoyed it. It's a good story. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Pick, yeah. Huh. That's cool. Yeah, I'm just surprised. Like, he's, you know, kind of like the indie darling. I'm surprised nobody's mentioned yeah. i mean especially that. since so many fanographics and like uh um john and quarterly books and stuff were on there i mean this is fanographics yeah that's all books so. oh i think I, okay so i'm sorry i just pulled it up while we were discussing there like yeah yeah this looks pretty awesome that's <laughs> really good yeah I mean, I like, is I it like, too art book for people maybe it's super artsy it's very artsy like i'm looking at it right now it, but it's hmm. looks cool though I don't know. I mean, it's not as relatable as his, like, bottomless belly button, stuff like that. I mean, he's kind of veered more into the cerebral kind of art comics. But, I mean, it, it does tell a linear story. So, yeah. you can at least follow it. And then I see you also have Pompeii there. I do. I mean, I've got a couple other things, like Pompeii, The End of the Fucking World, Merman, and The Property. Um, The Property was on that list. Pompeii, I mean, it's the story about Pompeii. It's like a love story, right? Or it a, is. A triangle, love triangle story. It is a love triangle. It's a love triangle story on Pompeii. Mm-hmm. So you can kind of guess how it ends, even though they don't know. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, it's about a, a fancy artist. Um, yeah, listening to the Frank Santoro interview with on uh, Tell Me Something I Don't Know, it, yeah. I, he threw in a little kind of autobiographical stuff in here, too, because mm-hmm. he was an apprentice to a, a high-end artist. I don't think that they, he that, that artist was uh, sleeping with somebody's... Yeah. woman but who knows you never <laughs> wow. know. you never know yeah so anyway that's uh you you want to throw you said you got a few others but oh I'm we're gonna, i don't call, think i have anything anyway. to contribute yeah <laughs> about them that hasn't already been said i think we've said enough we i should, think we've yeah. said plenty so i'm gonna go cut out everything we said and leave and only the boring stuff and just an intro Thank you guys for listening. <laughs> <laughs> any uh, any final words on this show, guys? We good? If anybody yeah, else has solid. any suggestions of things for people to read, feel free to post either on the website or on the Dollar Bin Fantastic discussion group. Yeah, or. especially graphic novels, because I'm finding myself like being able to read those more often, uh, and I would much rather uh, read a big giant story in a chunk if i could yeah like uh, a lot of the graphic novels i've kind of been buying in the past have um sat on my shelf for a while but usually once i read them it's i read through it like these i I, it just so happened that i had some time this weekend um to read the fifth beetle and hip-hop family tree so that worked out pretty well for me to be able to pick those up this week and and read them pretty much right away (laughs) good times Mm -hmm. yes uh that's all yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thank you guys for listening. Um, there's lots yeah, of good, good comics out there. Layers. You too, guys. You too. See you later. See you in the movies. <laughs> CNL. <laughs> <laughs> well, bye, Terrence. Have a good Thanksgiving. <laughs>